Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Dad Bod Pod, episode 23. My name is Andrew. My name is Brian. And we are Dad Bod. Dad Bod. Thank you guys for coming back. If this is your first episode, we are two music teachers out of Wesley Chapel doing what we do best, talking about all things dad. All this crazy stuff. Brian, how was your week? It was good, man. Yeah? Yeah, it was very good. Any uh, any eventful things? Uh, let's see. I mean, I, dude, I love taking my kid to the trampoline park. Hell yeah. Right? Yeah. It's dope. He Dad just bod tramp park. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <our> Absolute. <laughs> and it's funny because I giggle every time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was like, look at you playing in those balls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, um, pretty chill. Cool. Yep. Chill weeks are always good, especially yeah. since we are in the home stretch of summer. Oh, which two means more weeks. We are in the home stretch of summer camps, bro. Like, the end cannot come fast enough. I feel yeah. like, and I, you know, we probably say this every year, but it they are getting worse. It's getting tough to um, remember where we are. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, but we're powering through because we're dads. Yep. And uh, well, not only are we dads, but we're generals in the Dharmi, and we set the example. You have to. We have to. Um, we could. We got to rise up. Yeah, we <laughs> we have. To, we cannot call ourselves the leader of the Dharmi if we can't handle mm-hmm. 60, 70 uh, kids running around. Sugar with sharp objects. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who who couldn't do that? Come on. <laughs> do you remember somebody came up to you today? It was like, I have scissors. <laughs> yeah. No. We're, we're like, whoa! Where did you get them? Give those to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> So proud of themselves. I have scissors. They were very excited to have a sharp object. <laughs> running. Um, so listen, we're going to do some stuff. We're going to do a podcast, as we always do, as we've done for the last 22 mm-hmm. weeks or so. And um, this podcast, this episode is going to be about conspiracies. Is that okay with you? Oh, dude, bring it. Awesome. Do you want to hear the plan for yep. tonight? Yep. I realized I just killed the segue, but that's all right. <laughs> no, okay. it's all good. Um, so we're going to do old business, new business, state of Darby banter. We always do that. Yep. Uh, then we're going to talk about why we conspiracy. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about some of our favorite real conspiracies. We're going to talk about um, the future of conspiracies, which we're very much living in currently. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about a movie, and we're going to talk about some movie theories. Then we got segments, which we'll talk about later, and then we're out. What do you think? Sounds good. Sounds great. Let's so, rock it up. Uh, let's start with uh, this. Um, folks, we would like to offer an apology, as we normally do, but this apology is different. We would like to sincerely apologize to the Dharmi for either too many or not enough dick jokes. We're leaning on the side of not enough. Dick joke. <laughs> dick jokes rise up. <laughs> uh, so our pledge to you, um, the Dharmi members, is to try to, what, what's, a good, what's a good goal? Should we try to double the amount of dick jokes? Uh, I think today we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're doubling dick jokes. We're doubling down on doubling dick. Doubling down on dick, yeah, thank you. Awesome, great. So Always we'll bet on, on black. Yeah. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Okay, cool. Uh, let's go to new business. Now, you made a, a bold statement last week where you said that the request lines are open. They and are. So we are going to take this segment of the show to just reiterate. The request lines are open. If you have a piece of music, if you have a song, if you have a, a diddly, a limerick, a shanty, yep. a poem, uh, anything that you would like us to perform. You know what? I'm glad you said that. Why? Because if people write 
lyrics, we can write music around it. Oh my god! And we can create your song. Oh my god! If you send it in, Darmy, help us write it. Oh, can you imagine if we collaborated? Mm-hmm. Fifty whatever strong. If we collaborated on a song, that'd be so. That'd be sick. cool. Probably the first podcast to do something like that. Maybe. What's up? Dad's rise up. <laughs> what? Fuck yeah, that would be cool. Um, so yeah, request lines are open. Go easy on us, you know. We um we are used to playing live in live venues. We went to a show over the weekend actually that was fucking great. It was awesome. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But um no, we're used to playing live shows in live venues that are visceral and loud and fast, not necessarily in tune. So doing a, a, a much more intimate setting will require probably a little bit different sort of uh, training on our part to get a good sound. So go easy on us, you mm-hmm. know. Don't please don't request something ridiculous right off the bat. Now that I've said that, that's exactly what we're gonna get. Yeah, that's all right. Somebody's gonna be like uh, Slayer. Mm-hmm. Go for it. It's Acoustic raining. Slayer. Yeah. Um, which we could do, but we might. <laughs> I mean, if we can, I know somebody who can. Raining blood. <laughs> That'd be cool. So guess what, Brian? Yeah. Um, last week, we were at something like 40-something. Yep. Right? And I said to you, there's no way that we're going to hit 50 in a week. So we have time. And then we made yet another pledge, another promise, that we would do something super cool once we hit 50. And damn it, Brian, do you want to know what happened? We fucking did. We hit 51, actually. We did it. And you know what? You know what one of the most important things about being a dad is? What? Keeping your promises. I know. Keeping your promises. And so we will. We will. We're not exactly sure what we're going to do. We're going to take this week to uh, ponder it. If you've got any requests on what it could be, it could be, you know, if you want us uh, a picture of something. It could be, uh, you know, we've said the song thing. It could be a skit. We could do another dad lib. That'd mm-hmm. be cool. Just any idea out there, you guys, if there's something you want to hear, let us know. We will do it. All right, so we've spent the first section of this uh, uh, episode talking to the listeners. Mm-hmm. Brian, I want to talk to you. Talk to me. I want to talk to you. What's up? Um, as I've said before, I'm a, I'm a comic book guy. Yep. Um, Fucking nerd. I, <laughs> I've read a lot, and uh, a lot of people ask me, well, what's better, DC or Marvel? It doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. Um, both, especially for what I'm about to talk about, both of these publishers did this thing where they would sort of ask questions, right? Um what if Superman landed in Russia instead of America? Right. Right? Um, what if... Uh, I am super Soviet man! <laughs> yeah. What if instead of uh, Batman's parents being killed, what if it was Bruce Wayne and Martha Wayne, and so Thomas Wayne became Batman, mm. the father, right? That's a, a neat story. And then on the Marvel side of things, they would do things like, what if the radioactive spider bit Peter Parker instead of... Um, I'm shit, shit. What if the radioactive spider... Bit Frank Castle instead of uh, who's the Punisher, right? Instead of uh, Peter Parker, and so that title, that Marvel, that the Marvel one went on forever. And it, do you want to know what it was called? What if? What if? Yep, that's right. I and so ev- I recently, uh, when we went on our break, I, I took a, a, a dip back into the comic book pool. I got mm-hmm. I got caught up on some stuff, um, and um, it got me thinking about that. Though that two word question, what if? Mm-hmm. Is it's a huge question. It's very huge. And I find myself as an adult asking it more and more. Um, and so I thought, you know, what if conspiracies? Yeah? Perfect. Fuck yes. Yeah. So Bring it on. Let's talk about conspiracies, shall we? Yes. Um, are you a conspiracy So, Andrew, guy? what's yeah. funny is we, we talked about this before, but never on air. Uh-huh. And we've brought upon the question of what if you and I had met 15 years earlier? Yeah. 
That comic book wouldn't end well. No. It would be short, though. Prisoner death. <laughs> so, <laughs> this what-if situation in our society has worked out pretty good. It's pretty, yeah. yeah. I, if, if there are multiple universes to choose from, I'm glad we live in this one. Me too. Yeah. All right, so let's move on. All right, cool. Uh, conspiracy. So, what I've got here is, you know, normally we do the history of... Blah, 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 blah. But the history of conspiracies goes all the way back again to the history of people. Right. Right? So I would I want to talk about what conspiracies are, why they work, why people are so interested in them. Are you a are you a conspiracy lover? I am. Will you debate conspiracies vehemently? Yeah. Even you, you know why conspiracies are fun? Because you can sit there and just know that you are right in mm-hmm. your thinking. But there's no way to like like right. just prove prove right. it. You know what I mean? It's fine. And a lot of people are like, well, there's this proof, this proof, this proof. But a lot of that has been either it doesn't exist or covered up or so. There's a lot of different ideas with conspiracies. Conspiracies are beautiful because guess what? It makes everyone sit back and question. That's what I mean. A real good, a very good conspiracy theory just needs to be a question. And that's it. Yeah. Because guess what? If we aren't questioning things around us, you're just another fucking sheep yeah. that lives and breathes and consumes and dies. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. But I do, before we get into this too deeply, um, <clears throat> I want to talk about the, the different types of conspiracy people um, before we get into why we conspiracy. Mm-hmm. There are those that enjoy a good conspiracy and can discuss it and can debate it and can uh, read about it. And can even be convinced of its uh, uh, validation. Likelihood. Yeah. Yeah. And have it not mess with your daily life. Right. And then there are those who kind of, they they skirt this middle between um, being able to function in normal society and like losing their shit. Right. When somebody mentions anything. Yep. And then more recently, we have these people that are just all consumed by this idea that they're being lied to constantly. They're being watched. And, you know, we are both uh, adults of the internet. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, in our generation where information has never been more widely available, it is so... There needs to be a fucking college-level class on how to internet. Mm -hmm. Can we just all agree on that? Because the level of misinformation out there, oh, it's, like you, if it's at, we are at a point where if you believe it, there's enough bullshit on the internet for you to, to prove it more and or then less. You, and then you will just go insane and, and yeah, follow that. Exactly. Yep. I really want to know how many do people still do like the, the red yarn on the wall? Remember, like oh, you yeah. see that in movies? Yep. I wonder if there's a way to do that. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting off topic. Doesn't matter. Um, I tend to be one of the people that just enjoy a good theory, Mm -hmm. you know, because most of the time when we're discussing theories, we're discussing things that are bigger than us anyways. Right. Right. And I'm the same. I, I will hear it out. Yeah. And I'll go valid points. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Could be. Right. And, uh, but then I'm like, but no, hold on. There's this that kind of negates that, but I like it. I'm hearing you. Mm -hmm. Right. Like. Mm -hmm. Give me more information. Yeah. You know, like I yeah. want to soak it all in because none of us know exactly what's going on. If you come to me with a good theory, like a good theory, I will be, I, I will be the one that goes, I want to believe you. Right. Give me more. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Tom DeLonge went on the Joe Rogan experience and talked about aliens, that's yep. what I was like, oh, come on. Yep. 
just give me a picture or mm-hmm. something, dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I real quick, one more thing is uh, the people when arguing a conspiracy, there is a difference between like debating a conspiracy and then holding that conspiracy so close that it is you build your worldview upon it right. to where now you feel like you have to defend your belief almost to like how people will defend their religion. Right. And it's like, that's not the goal of any of this. Yeah. And you start shutting people you love and you start acting crazy. With all of that being said, before we go any further, dad bod pod would like to say that whatever you believe in, you're right. Unless you're not, (laughs) but we love you. We want to have fun here. We have our own political ideas that we don't, we probably won't share on this podcast. No. And you have your own political ideas that you don't need to share on this podcast. We can all agree that shit's crazy. Yep. And we can all agree that on some level, we are not being told the whole truth. Yeah. That is the only thing that we have to agree on, guys. And that's it. That's it. With that being said. Let's go. Why do we conspiracy? Brian, why do we conspiracy? Do you know? Why is it fun to sit here and go, what if this? What if that? I'm going to tell you as soon as I open up this bullshit. Go ahead. Well, I'm going to say, like, you think about it, it goes back to... Aristotle and things like that. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Like, people that say, like, okay, why? hmm Why are we here? Why are we here? Why do we exist? Why did that happen? Mm-hmm. Why did this happen and no one talks about it anymore? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, of course, questions start running through people's heads. And like you said, some people take it as a grain of salt. Some people go... Oh, what the what fuck? What the fuck? Yep. Um, so I'm a nerd, so I did some research. Yep. <clears throat> How do conspiracies spread and why we believe them? What are conspiracy theories? <clears throat> the paranoid style of thinking in America politics has a long history. The periodic emergence of narratives about clandestine, malevolent actors secretly plotting political and social calamities, influencing policy, debate about vaccine regulations, genetically modified food labeling, foreign diplomacy, and domestic elections. But some, but conspiracy theories are not the delusions of paranoid minds. Recent polls show that more than 50% of Americans Americans believe in one conspiracy or another. That makes conspiracies an interesting phenomenon. Is that the... Yep, lost my place, doesn't matter. Uh, First, this is what makes up a conspiracy theory. Here we go. First, they locate uh, the source of unusual social and political phenomena in unseen intentional and malevolent forces. Second, they often interpret political events in terms of the struggle between good and evil. Mm-hmm. And third, most conspiracy theories suggest that mainstream reporting of public affairs is a ruse or an attempt to distract the public from a true source of power. So those are the three types. All right, They, uh, they locate a source of unusual social political phenomena, mm-hmm. like lizard people in politics, I guess. Uh, they pol- interpret political events like the shooting of JFK mm-hmm. or the moon landing. And then uh, the most of these uh, suggest a, a struggle between good and evil, like the New World Order theory. Yep. Very cool. All right. According to a study conducted in the University of Chicago, 19% of Americans believe the government was behind 9-11 attacks. 19% of Americans believe that the government was behind 9-11. That's crazy. Hold on, we're not there yet. Twenty-five percent believe that the uh, two thousand eight recession was caused by a small cabal of Wall Street bankers. I I could see that. Yeah, that's a little bit more believable, I think. Um, And eleven percent believe that the government mandated a switch to compact compact fluorescent light bulbs in government buildings because they make people obedient and easier to control. I could see that too. I are we talking about these things? Yeah, I definitely feel 
so I have a story about these. Uh, now's as good a time as any as I guess. Uh, when I was in my first band, yeah, we used to practice in the garage. Um, but I would also go to my friend's house to practice, and I noticed playing music in a room with natural lighting mm -hmm. felt so much better than mm -hmm. playing in a room with this. This feels like a prison. Yeah. So, the drop ceiling fluorescent lighting is it's awful. It's, it's awful. Yeah. Uh, conspiracies, uh, conspiracy theories are captivating because they provide explanations for confusing emotional and ambiguous events, especially when official explanations seem inadequate. Mm -hmm. So they, they fill in holes for us. Right. Conspiracies provide structured narratives of events that uh, comport with how some people process information. Comport is not a word. C-O-M-P-O-R-T. It wasn't me this time, you guys. That's what it said. <sighs> Anyways, um, conspiratorial beliefs flourished at the extremes of the political spectrum. Political extremism fosters conspiracism due to the highly structured thinking of engaged individuals who construct narratives. That makes sense to them based on prior beliefs. Some argue that conspiracy theories are for losers, that they are tools used by the powerless to attack and defend against the powerful. That's exactly what they would say, wasn't it? Right. Uh, this is all long and bullshit. So basically, people uh, conspiracy to uh, make sense of their world around yeah, them, I think. Trying, right? trying to figure it out. Yeah. If you are not asking questions about how things work, you are the dummy. Right. But I think where it gets dangerous is when and asking questions is not a problem. Right. I think what happens is is when people who don't have the answers attempt to make those answers. Right. That's when you get into crazy, wacky conspiracy yeah, theories. Yeah, of course. I mean, there's a lot of weird ones out there. I'm glad you said that. Shall yeah. we move on? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about some of our favorite conspiracies. Yes, let's do this. All right. First one on the list. Government killed JFK. What do you think about that one? I disagree. Uh, I've not, I haven't heard this one. So here we go. There are a number of conspiracy theories about President Kennedy's death, but one of the most popular is that the government was behind the assassination. Many Americans don't believe that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. And biographer Philip Shannon, Shannon claims that even Bobby Kennedy thought the CIA was responsible for his brother's death at first. Um, I honestly think the mob was involved in that. Really? Why? I think that the Lee Harvey Oswald was hired by the mob mm -hmm. to take him out, hmm. and they had a second shooter, like okay. another like a mob hitman. Right. Um, what was JFK doing that upset the mob? A lot. Really? Yeah, the whole family. He was, was Irish, right? Well, the whole family was deep. Oh, really? Yeah. I have no idea. Yep. That's cool. I and, mean, that's not cool. <laughs> and, and so, like, there was there. Yeah, there's a lot with that. Uh -huh. So some people say that like. The mob put the hit out, uh -huh. and the government felt like, like where they were ahead of the game. Okay, so there's like a double conspiracy in that whole thing. Wow, but I think that somehow the mob was involved in that. Okay, yep, that's my opinion. Very cool. Take it or leave it. I will take it. Yep, and leave it yep. at the same time. Perfect. And we will move on as a conspiracy should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about this one? Earth has been sucked into a black hole. No. All right. So uh, the European Organization for Nuclear Research is at the heart of a lot of crazy conspiracy theories, including the belief that when CERN discovered the Higgs boson, it inadvertently created a black hole and Earth was sucked into it. I said that on the science episode, mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. These believers think that the world ended in 2012 and we haven't realized it yet. Mason also said that shit on yep. the science. Holy shit. Yep. Wow. How do you feel about that? I think it, I don't know. Like, but how? How would we, what do you mean we've been sucked into a black hole? Right. How would we not know? Eleven years later, did the sun get sucked into a black hole? Right. It must have been a massive ass the, black hole. The entire universe and it just going on regularly. Just fine. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean for us? Like, so what? Right. All right. 
That's a dumb theory. I'm yeah. going to say no on that one. Yeah. What are you going to say? A, that's too much. Good. All right. Yeah. How about the next one? You ready? Yep. Uh, Disney, the company, not the man, Disney created Frozen as a distraction. Right. For what? Well, people have long discussed the conspiracy that Walt Disney used cryogenics technology to freeze himself when he died, even though the Disney family refutes the claims. However, a new theory is that the Walt Disney Company created Frozen as a way to hack Google's research algorithm and distract consumers from information about the late Walt Disney's possible Frozen procedure. I don't know. I don't think so. Do you think Disney has that kind of reach? Why would Disney need to hack Google? Well, Disney Disney, Disney enough, does have that reach. With it, yes, but, but they don't. That's what I'm saying. They have so much reach that they don't need to hack Google. Right. They can just call them up. Yeah. And be like, listen, this is what we need to do. Right. Like, I'm sure there is a department in Google somewhere. Yeah. Maybe it is a, a, like a under lock and key or something. But right. There has to be someone's got the keys to this algorithm. So Disney's done a lot of weird shady stuff. Oh yeah. You know, yes, but they have. But I, I don't know. Did they have the technology to cryogenically freeze when he passed away? When did he die in the seventies? Think so. No, I don't think so. No, I'm saying I think I think that he did die in the seventies. And I'm saying I don't think they had the I don't technology. Think so. Right. No. I mean, yeah, you can freeze a dead body. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you're he's it's coming not back. Bring it back to life. <laughs> right. Yeah. What yeah. happens when you thaw it out? Right. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be smelly. You ever see Judgment? Wait, was it? Uh, no. What was the one with um, Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone? Uh, was it in, not Encino Man? No. <laughs> also, cryogenic, yes. Yeah, <laughs> sort of, right? Yeah. I'm peeing green. Remember that one? Demolition Man. Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I saw that when I was little. Yeah. All right, ready for the next one? Yeah. How about the Denver International Airport is the Illuminati's headquarters? I had no idea. Did you know? There's tunnels underneath it. So that the, nobody knew about. So yeah, so the conspiracy goes the Illuminati leads to a conspiracy rabbit hole that we're not going to delve to uh far into, except when it comes to the Denver International Airport. Many Illuminati believe uh and are convinced that the secret group's headquarters is in the is in the International Airport. The airport has embraced the rumors by poking fun at it. But that hasn't stopped people from believing secret tunnels and lizard lairs lurk beneath the building. Why are there secret tunnels? What's going on? I have no idea. What are they doing under there? I, they know there's tunnels, but nobody's saying why. But, okay. Can I go in there? Uh, no. All right. <laughs> Next one? Yeah. How about the earth is hollow? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Liquid hot smegma. <laughs> Gross. No. Uh, it, I mean, it. we all know. That there's magma in there. Yeah. Right. But in 2014, scientists released new unknown findings about the Earth's core. And let's just say conspiracy theorists took it and ran with it. After learning that we don't know much about uh, at all about the surface of the Earth or what lies beneath its layer, the hollow Earth theory gained traction. Some believers even think there's an Earth inside of the Earth. I've heard that too. Yeah. Double Earth. So the there's also speculations that aliens have headquarters inside the earth. Mm -hmm. And that's why they always see them around volcanoes and things like that and bodies of water because they can just dip into the ocean and get into the center of the earth Yeah, and they all just live there. That's cool. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's... Like when the world ended, mm -hmm. the first ice age, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And they said that everybody had to go into the, the earth to live. The geothermal. Yep. 
Yeah. That that's why they're saying that the aliens took the remaining people and said hide with us. Uh-huh. And that's where all these like drawings and everything of the lizard people and of the ant people were on the caves. Huh. I got to watch more History Channel. Because they were living with them mm-hmm. during the, and then, you know, after the earth warmed back up, the people went back out and repopulated, but they still had this idea of lizard and ant people. Yeah. So, I, dude, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I got a few more. Yep. Uh, the Nazis had a secret base in Antarctica. Did you know that? Rumors began circulating in the 1950s that the Nazis had a secret base in Antarctica that housed advanced technology like UFOs. However, since then, no evidence has been discovered to suggest that it's true. And Cambridge research Colin Summer Hayes wrote a 21-page paper disputing the theory. So why am I talking about it? It's not real, or is it? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to chime in again. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to I'm, me, bro. I'm, I'm a weirdo with this that's stuff, a, man. Dude, that's why I we're like, talking about it. I like it. Yeah. So there was a pilot that was doing research in Antarctica and okay. was one of the first flights over Antarctica. And they were taking, you know, photographs and things like that. And in the north, the actual North Pole, right? Yeah. Looked down into this giant black hole of ice. And could look down and not see the end of it. So he, when he got back, he told about the story and said that he flew into it. And when however many, like, like hundreds of miles into this giant black hole. He's flying the plane into the black hole? Yeah. Okay. It was huge. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And basically said like he couldn't go any further because he didn't you know didn't want to run out of gas in the you know in the middle of this, so pulled out and he <laughs> <laughs> um, pulled out huh in this giant black hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the crazy thing is, when he got back, he started telling of the story and he got shushed, real quick, huh? <sighs> like they're like, don't ever mention that again. Wow. So. There could be anything in Antarctica, dude. We don't know. And guess what? After that guy talked about that, uh-huh. that's when the that's when the Nazis and the Germans started researching up there. Really? Because they were like, something's going on up here, and so Hitler dispatched all these this huge army really into Antarctica. I had yep. no idea. Yeah. This next one's going to be fun. Are you ready? Yep. Amelia Earhart. You know her. Yep. She was eaten by crabs. <laughs> 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 sounds like she uh sounds like this could have been avoided with a shower. Yeah. <laughs> Shave your pubes. <laughs> Amelia Earhart has been shrouded in mystery ever since her aircraft disappeared in 37. While it's widely believed that she ran out of gas and crashed into the ocean, some think that she landed by mistake on a deserted island and was eventually eaten by three foot long coconut crabs that inherited, I mean inhabited, the shores. Inherited her body. <laughs> She's a crab lady now. Ah, just flies yeah. around. She walks around. <laughs> clickety, clickety, click. What do you that, think about that, man? That's, that's nuts. That's ridiculous, that's right? Yeah. What is the, the internet is a weird place. I got three that I don't have anything written because I know you like to talk about them. First one, yep. Bigfoot. Go. Um. Yes? No? It, yeah, it exists. Yeah? Yeah. Where does he live? Uh, I think all over the world. Is there more than one? Yeah. So there's a whole species of yeah. big feet? So there's, they're different in every country. Okay. I can get down with that. Here's a big question, though. Yep. How big is his foot? 
It's probably proportionate. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Okay. <laughs> well, hey. So Mrs. Bigfoot is having a great time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, so, I mean, they're... I mean, think about it. There's Yetis. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Bigfoot, right. Yetis. Uh, I forgot that. There's there's like five or six that have been marked in every single different country. And these are countries that had no technology to talk to each other. I fucking love Bigfoot. So think about like the cave drawings and things like that. They weren't like on the internet like, yo, what's up, Russia? Um you guys see Bigfoot? Yeah. Oh, I saw one too. No, none of these people talk to each other, but they're all drawing the same thing. Yeah. Do you remember? It was. It might have been before you and I met, but it was. It was recently, so it would have to have been right before you and I met. But mm-hmm. all of these like um, monolith started popping up like in real life. Yep. Remember all that shit? Yep. Weird. Yep. Um, all right. Next one. Aliens. Yep. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Are they here among us right now? Yes. Have they been here uh, this whole time? Yes. Are we using alien technology currently? Yes. Okay. I agree with everything you just said. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they're out there. Are we... I think we're dumb to think that we're... It's hubris to yeah. think that we're the only ones yeah. here. It's look, look, at the end of the day, any conscious being is the universe's way of experiencing itself. And it would be extremely limited mm-hmm. if we were the only way. Like, if, if the only way to experience the universe was right here. Dude, I, <laughs> I'll i go as far as you, whatever. Anybody on the internet can just poke fun at me if you want. For all we know, we're like a fucking science experiment for... Ant farm. For an ant farm for like an eight-year-old alien boy who's just like, ha, COVID, let's see what happens yeah, to these right? fuckers. <laughs> Let's see how you react to this shit. I'm going to shake the shit up. Yep, yeah. Yep. Earthquake. <laughs> As well, for all we know, there could be a whole other, like, like what if Earth is, like, the name of the company where, like, the alien, the ant farm yep. boss lives, and so there's, like, an Earth in every house conceivably in this. Ooh, we got big. See, and they can do whatever. <laughs> They're just having fun with us. Yeah. Last one. What about yeah. good old Nessie? Um, I think there is something there. Uh-huh. I don't think it's a prehistoric dinosaur. Can it it couldn't possibly be if let's let's assume for a second it is. At this point, it couldn't possibly be the same Nessie, right? right. It would have to be a family of Nessie. Right. And you gotta think about that channel is not super deep. Nope. And they've run sonar across and not found anything. And they've dredged that lake yep. so many times. So there's something there, but I don't know what. But it's so much fun to think about, right? Yeah. All right, so those but are... But also, it's, it's so funny because Nessie has never done anything to anybody. No, she's just chilling. <laughs> yeah. it's like... Right? There's never been a, a weird attack. No. Like, <laughs> the thing about, like, the chupacabra, yeah. right, is that's steep because, like, goats have been slaughtered or yeah. whatever. Yep. Nessie's just chilling. <laughs> it's like, leave her the fuck leave alone. Leave her the fuck alone. <laughs> if she is there, just let her chill. Yep. God. All right, so as weird as this sentence is about to, uh, to for me to say, I'm going to say it. Those were some real conspiracies mm-hmm. in a weird sense. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some fan theory conspiracies. Yeah. Are you are you a fan of putting uh, movies together that don't belong together? Um, yeah, I, I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, but are you a fan of shared universes? Not really. Yes. Are you a fan of finding out that movies share a universe? <sighs> yes. So what's a good example of this? Um, shit, I knew how this was going to happen. Well, I have some right in front of me. See, I get I get lost with it sometimes where I'm like, okay, come on. like, Yeah? This happened. Oh, but that was in a different universe. Okay, so what about this? Here's a great example. Uh, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Right? Um, 
when I got into Kevin Smith, he had just released Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Mm -hmm. And the concept of, first of all, the concept of a each and every movie being its own universe was right. very new to me. Right. That, I didn't realize that like media did that. Uh, music does the same thing. Mm -hmm. And then the concept of putting a couple of those universes together, also, I was like, what? So when I found out and that if you didn't know that Kevin Smith's movies all take place in the same universe, it doesn't doesn't lessen any of those movies. Right. But if you once you find out and then you find out all the jokes and all the callbacks, you connect the dots. that's the shit yep. that I love. Yep. Now with the Marvel is different because Marvel is in your face about it. Mm. These movies are connected. And so there's less to like find on your own. See, that's what I was that's what I was trying to say yes and no. Yeah. Because I love the Kevin Smith thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, he does a great job with putting it all somehow. Even if it's just, like, one little snippet of a, like, a reference. And you're like, are they talking about, were they talking about chasing Amy? Did you I see the Predator movie? And then it was, at the, like, at the end of Predator when there was that alien Zemo, xenomorph skeleton. Yep. And everybody lost their shit mm -hmm. because that meant that those two movies were connected. Yep. That kind of shit I love. Mm -hmm. I love that kind of shit. Give me that all day long. Right. All right, so I've got a couple here. You ready to talk about it? Go. Let's do it. Uh, the first one I have is Cameron is Ferris in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Have you heard this one? No. It's very much like a fight club scenario in which um, Tyler oh. Durgan and, and yep. the other guy are the, the okay. same person. All right, so the theory goes like this. One of many theories about this immensely popular John Hughes film, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, one of the most interesting is that Ferris's best friend Cameron has not only imagined the entire day, but is actually Ferris. By this, theorists mean that Ferris is sort of an alter ego wherein Cameron ignores his tragic Ferris Bueller backstory and can be more confident, break rules, and get the girl. The main argument behind this theory is that Cameron begins the film sick, but is persuaded to spend the day with Ferris and Sloane. Ferris would be would represent Cameron's reckless side, while Cameron himself is his moral side, panicking about his rule-breaking. Mm -hmm. It's funny because I think about that. Yeah? Because there's there's a lot of flirting going on. Yeah. What a great movie. Between those two. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, like, the scene after they destroy the car. Yeah. And where Cameron has that freak out and he starts kicking the car and he's mm -hmm. like, you love this car more than you fucking love me, Dad. Yeah. Right? The whole thing is in his head. Wow. I'd never heard that before. Yeah? But now that I rethink about the movie, I'm like, yes. That could... Yeah, maybe. We we'll, let's do let's do this on these. Let's give it on a scale of one to ten the the believability. I'm gonna give that like a eight. Like an eight. All right, cool. Next one. Yep. The Jack from the Titanic is a time traveler. Why? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're already like three. Move yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just drawing titties all through time. <laughs> I'm paint you like one of my space women. <laughs> Okay, so hold on. Give it a chance. Okay, we right. had that whole bit in the beginning of the episode <laughs> okay, about an open give, mind. All right, give it a chance. All right, all right. Though not the most creepy theory, this Titanic speculation has some of the most clear-cut evidence to back it up. According to some viewers, Titanic's Jack Dawson is actually a time traveler who appeared on the Titanic in order to save Rose. The, the details that back up this theory are twofold. In the film, Jack mentions Lake Wissota and the Santa Monica Pier, both of which were created years after the Titanic sank. Furthermore, some believe that Jack's attire also doesn't fit in to the period uh, and that his reason for gambling to get a ticket onto the boat was that he had no money from that era. 
As much as these details make the theory seem more likely, there is the question of why Jack chooses to save Rose. How does he know her, and why does it matter? An adjoining theory is that Rose is actually a pivotal player in James Cameron's other films. In particular, some believe that Rose is the mother of the Terminator's protagonist, Sarah Connor. Whether this theory is true or not, it is certainly interesting and hints at James Cameron's movie universe. Bull shit. Yeah. No. 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 Someone got way what too high fuck? watching Titanic. Oh, my God. Wow. No, I'm sorry. That is exactly what happened. Somebody yep. is like blazing up or whatever, and they're like, dude, what Terminator, is- yeah. Titanic, yeah. Titaninator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever let go, Sarah Connor. Yeah. <laughs> no. Don't ever let go. But I'll be back. Yes. No. That's bullshit. Oh, ridiculous. Right, Moving on. on then. All right, here's the next one. Now I've read this one. This one's fun. This one's fun. I'll take this one. All right. Aladdin, the cartoon, not the, the oh, yep. I guess the story, is set in a post-apocalyptic future rather than far, far flung past. Although Disney films are typically designed for a younger uh, audience, there are still some various unsettling theories that come out of them. For example, there is a theory uh, positing that Aladdin is set in a post-apocalyptic future because of the film's mix of ancient setting with bountiful modern pop culture references. Rather than Agrabah being a fictional version of an old Arabian town, theorists believe that it is our world after a major apocalypse has destroyed modern technology. In particular, Genie's knowledge of stand-up and game shows and the merchant sale of a rare Tupperware container hints that there may be more to Agrabah than it originally seems. Nope. No, you're not. You're not down with that one. Nope. I when I heard that one, I was like, maybe the genie knows all the shows. It's a genie. I yeah, you're right. True. Or what if it's some like awful irradiated person? Yeah. No, I, that was they were using the whimsical part of being of a genie. Yeah, you're right. To be able to be to like funny justify, and be, make yep. it dark. Yep. Let's make it dark. How can we make it dark? Yep. Okay. And he can know anything because he's a fucking genie. Yeah. Uh, here's one that I know you'll love. Are you ready? Yep. Kevin from Home Alone grows up to be Jigsaw from Saw. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> so despite seeming like a... I love it because this is the only theory on this list that literally starts out with despite seeming like a stretch. Right. And this is the one where we're like, Ted, say no more. <laughs> Despite seeming like a stretch, this Home Alone theory definitively inspires dark thoughts about the film's precarious main character, Kevin. Some viewers have theorized that after Home Alone, Kevin grew up to become Jigsaw, the ruthless villain of the Saw franchise. The link that connects the two characters is their shared love of traps and games. While Kevin harmed the wet bandits with his many traps and tricks, Jigsaw created entire rooms of games to harm his victims. There are even connections between the two traps, including Kevin's fear of the furnace in his basement and Jigsaw use of a furnace to kill a victim in Saw 2. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of the uh, Saw movies past Saw 1. So. Oh, I've seen them all. Have you? Yeah. Um, and also, think about this. Kevin's got some... some Sadistic. <laughs> like, remember what he did to that poor pizza man? Yep. And he didn't have to do that. That He paid for it. Right. He didn't have to do that. Yep. That was mean, Kevin. But also, think about this. Despite his family being uber rich for no reason. Yeah, right? right? His mom was shit. How many times are you going to forget your fucking kid? Why are we at home alone, what, six or whatever? (laughs) How many times are you just going to go on vacation and go, Kevin! Oh, no! (laughs) We did it again! (laughs) 
You now hate, we're in New York. You hate your kid. Yeah, yeah. That's, let's be real. You are just hoping that yeah. he just winds up on another plane yep. and he winds up in Bangkok and you never see him yeah. again. She leaves. She literally checks into the plane, calls the wet bandits like, yeah, he's fucking alone. He's there. Go get him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a crazy theory. Whoa. Did you just make a theory about Home Alone? I guess so. Holy shit. What but if that, the whole thing was an inside job? But that also shows why he could become sadistic and become Jigsaw. Yeah. Actually, you know what? What if it wasn't the mom? Because the mom seemed genuinely trying to get back. But what if it was that fucking uncle guy? Remember the one that was like, look what you did, you little jerk? <laughs> you little jerk. <laughs> Remember that guy? Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was like just... Because yep. everybody really hates Kevin. Who knows? Could have been John Candy. What if Kevin was adopted? <laughs> Who knows? John Candy? Yeah. No, not John Candy. He's awesome. <laughs> I know. All right. You ready for the next one? Yeah. All right. Peter Pan is the angel of death. How about that? Jesus. <laughs> this theory is a particular dark one made even worse by the film. It pulls from Disney's Peter Pan. There is a theory that Peter Pan is the real villain and actually an angel of death. Theorists believe that Neverland is heaven for children, which is why the Lost Boys never grow up. In this way, Peter isn't taking children to a fantastical place, but is killing them. In this hypothetical world, Captain Hook is a Lost Boy who escaped Peter's plan and now wants to enact revenge. Though this theory has some holes when compared to the original literature, it definitely makes some creepy connections. That's crazy. Especially since at the time it was written, it was not uncommon for children to just disappear yeah, and die. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna sit on the fence on that one. Uh, I I'm gonna say that's a out, out of ten. That's probably a seven for me. Yeah, I'll I, take that. I'm gonna go five or six. Because remember, the Disneyfication of some of these stories, right? Really, you know, it it declawed them. Oh, dude, look at all the stories when, from when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Like the dark German versions of all these like stories. Hansel and Gretel oh, is gory it's, as fuck. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, and then Disney gets a hold of it. It's like, put a princess in it. Yeah, it'd be fine. Sing Fucking, some songs. Yeah, animate it. Yeah, make some animals talk. It'd yeah. be great. How about this one? Doc Brown wanted to die in Back to the Future. I think I've heard this before. But uh-huh. apparently Doc Brown is a suicidal nut job. Are you ready? All right. All right. <clears throat> Although Back to the Future is a fun film, one theory gives a beloved character a much darker story. It originates from an early scene in the film when Doc Brown stands before the DeLorean with Marty, hoping that the car travels Time travel, sorry, hoping that the car time travels rather than hits them head on. While this scene may seem thrilling, some believe that it uh, shows Doc Brown's disregard for his own life and Marty's. Theorists believe that Doc's constant scientific failures hurt his mental health and therefore he wouldn't care whether the DeLorean time traveled or hit him. This theory, though it makes a sort of sense, is very sad interpretation of the eccentric Doc Brown. Mm. He was trying to kill himself in that moment. He was like, this is either going to work or I'm going to die. Yeah. I could, sure. It yep. doesn't take away from the story in any it way doesn't. if we believe it. I'm going to say seven or eight on that. Okay. Yep. I'll go with that. All right. How about this one? This one is especially for you, Mason. Are you ready? The Shining is a hint that the moon landing was fake. Ooh. Ooh. This is likely one of the most outrageous movie theories online. However, its arguments are many and compelling. Some believers believe that Stanley Kubrick's The Shining contains hints that the director helped fake the moon landing. Though it seems completely encouraging with the film, there are various straightforward details, such as a sweater Danny wears that has the Apollo 11 on it, mm-hmm. and the uh, uh, Torrance's room number being 237, reflecting the 237,000 miles between the Earth and the moon. Ooh. There are other smaller details as well that could support this theory. For 
example, the iconic orange carpet at the Overlook Hotel contains similarities to the sharp edges of the Apollo 11 launch pad. That's a stretch. Yeah. Additionally, some believe that the Shining's Grady twins, originally supposed to be one girl, were changed to represent the failed Gemini missions and, the, and that the eagle statue in the Overlook's office hints at the lunar landing module used for Apollo 11, which was named Eagle. While this theory seems unlikely, it sure has a strange amount of evidence to support it. Yeah. Uh, I'm calling bullshit on yeah, that Yeah, me one. too. Bullshit. Yep. I got uh, I got two more. Okay. Three more. I got one one regular size one and then two quick ones. Okay. You ready for me? Yep. And then do you have any? No. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I didn't want to bogart no. the time. No, this is good. All right. Uh, Willy Wonka is sacrificing the children cabin in the woods style. Whoa. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Give me more. All right. Many audiences consider Willy Wonka to be a particularly creepy character, and this, the Cabin in the Woods connection, makes him even more horrifying. One theory suggests that the children killed in Wonka's factory are being sacrificed in a ritual similar to that in Cabin in the Woods. As the later, as the latter movie sets out a perfect ritual meant to appease the ancient ones, each Wonka child fits the laid-out archetypes. Augustus is a whore. Violet is an athlete. Veruca is a is a fool. Mike is a scholar, and Charlie is a virgin. Though seemingly separate worlds, this connection works shockingly well and implies Wonka is darker than he seems. Whether these theories are convincing or not, they certainly make the respective films much darker and more complex. No. No. I really, I don't like this Willy Wonka theory. There's another Willy Wonka theory I really like, but not this one. Which one? The Snowpiercer Snowpiercer. I was just going to say. Yeah, give me that one. Go for it. So I don't know all the details. I just know that the show on the train... There's a giant WW, mm-hmm. all right? And the theory on that one is basically they're escaping, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's the end of humanity, and they're trying to get out. But those are the only people left because he had all the money to be able to get him out. Yep. That's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie, Snowpiercer? No. It's a good movie. Okay. All right. Um, next one. here. Now, this fan theory is supposed to be the fan theory. To rule them all. This is the Tommy Westfall theory. Do you know anything about Mm -mm. it? All right. So back in the, I want to say the 80s, there was this show called St. Elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like a general hospital type show. And it ran for a long, long time. So long, in fact, that they had guest stars from other shows Mm -hmm. that would come in and and make a guest appearance, like uh, Coach Carter, Mm -hmm. um, uh, other people, blah, blah, blah. And from these guest appearances, these people would, would star in this Westfall show, right? And then they would go back to their own show. And then other shows would guest on those shows, mm-hmm. right? So you have this, this ever-growing web that connects to basically every show. And if it doesn't connect to a show, eventually they made their way to The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And if you can draw a straight line from your show to The Simpsons, you have then infected the entire zeitgeist of, liter- of, of television, yeah. right? Okay, here's the thing, though. At the end of this series, it is discovered that the entire show takes place in the imagination of a boy named Tommy Westfall, which means that all of television takes place within the imagination of Tommy Westfall. Wow. And that's the theory. That's crazy. Yeah. I like it, though. Yeah. I like it because it's one that it's it's very simple and perfect, and there's not a whole lot of holes to go wrong with it. It's good. The other one, I'm not going to talk about too much, but it's the Pixar theory. Are you familiar? Nope. All the Pixar movies are put together. They're all connected, and if you connect them in a series of ways, it's something like Brave is the first one, and Monsters, Inc. is super far in the future. Okay. 
blah, 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 humans. There's like humans, uh, monsters and aliens um, and uh, technology. Right. Blah, 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 save the earth. Yep. Wally, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know how the Pixar theory is holding up against like this new shit. Right. Like the the last time the Pixar theory I know was like was like firmly rooted in something. It was right before. What was the Pixar movie before Onward? I don't. Doesn't matter. But ever since Onward, so yeah. basically ever since COVID, I don't know if the if the Pixar theory still holds up or not. Right. I would have to check it out. But that's mine. That's that's my uh, my theories there. What do you think? Um, to throw one more out there. Please, give me one. I've been talking for how about, how about 47 this? minutes I've been talking. Jesus. How about this? What? I mean, I'm not going to say much about it, but how about the fact that the Simpsons predict the fucking future? Oh, my God. What are they on now? They've, they're on like 17-something predictions. And it, but they're so spot on. There's something about the Simpsons in general. Something's weird. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. People... Think for yourselves. Yes. Look it up. Yes. Okay. Let's Moving go. on then. All yep. right. Uh, we got to talk about a movie. Yep. And I can only think of one movie appropriate when it comes to conspiracies. Let's yep. talk about Men in Black. Yeah. Right? Because they are among us. Yep. I was going to do X-Files, but I didn't want to do X-Files. Yeah. So Men in Black it is. Uh, released in 1997 under a rating of PG-13. It ran for an hour and 38 minutes. Directed <laughs> by Barry Sonnenfield. Writers, um, these guys starring Tommy Lee Jones, Will Smith, and Linda, that person. Yep. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Based on a comic book, unbeknownst to other people, there is a private agency codenamed MIB. This agency is some kind of extraterrestrial surveillance corporation. Uh, then one of the agency's finest men, uh, only going by the name of K, is uh, got to recruit uh, Jay. And and then Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, Vincent D'Onofrio was so good. He was in this great. Movie. Yeah. The fucking uh, ah, sugar yeah. in water. Yeah. He was so yeah. good. Oh my God. What's your favorite part of Men in Black? Wow. We we talked about this movie all week, but we didn't really think about it. I this know, movie. I didn't think about like scene for scene. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you my favorite yeah. factoid. Yeah. The alien <coughs> that Will Smith is running after in the opening of in his introduction to the movie. Yep. So freeze means stop. Yep. Do you see this? NYPD. Yep. That guy, his name is Ray Park. Yeah. Darth Maul. Oh, really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Wow. Darth Maul. And other things, too. He was Toad in the X-Men movies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Prolific stuntman, that guy. Yeah. Very cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, the whole movie, like, I remember watching it. I mean, that came out when I was young. We were young. But the guy from Monk was in it. Yep. Remember? Mm-hmm. You have any idea how much that stings? Mm-hmm. I love that shit. And, dude, it, it was so ahead of its time. Yeah. Like, the graphics, uh, the cinematography. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, it was cool. Everything looked so cool. Like, yep. the weapons looked cool. Mm -hmm. Remember when the car transformed? I lost my shit when yep. that happened. And Will Smith, like, that's a really good casting choice. Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, mm -hmm. that's a really good odd couple right yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Remember the second one with Johnny Knoxville? <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a review. No, let's hear it. All right. Uh, don't Netflix and chill with this. No. No, why would you? What's a good movie to Netflix and chill with? The Notebook? Probably. Titanic? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah. All right, because you're trying to get, you're trying yeah, to sink it. Exactly. <laughs> you sunk my battleship. <laughs> Fuck. Um, okay. Uh, um, all right. All right. A boy of interest was coming over, and this was one of the first things that came up when I clicked on action adventure on Netflix. I decided this would be good, one considering most people uh, think it's an oldie but goodie. 
Um, it was the most awkward beginning to anything ever. The intro feels like it's an hour long of just following a bug around random places. Not ideal for the first hangout with a person of interest. This movie made my experience in the beginning of a very awkward occasion, and I'm not pleased. Thank you and goodbye. I hope you Netflix and chillers learn from my experience. Have you not seen this? This was posted in 2018. No. Had you not seen this movie before? right, right. What? No. Also, got... you're a girl. Is it? Well, um, maybe. What's I don't. I guess I don't know. the The name is Rosie something. Rosie Palms. <laughs> Rosie Rose Rose. Rosie okay. Rose Rose. See, you guys think I make up these email names? I'm not making no. this shit up. Rosie Rose Rose is that? That's the person's name. Rosie Palms. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. So yeah, listen. He was never. <laughs> Netflix and chilling with himself, and he got. <laughs> I also, hold on. If you're turning a movie on for the specific purpose of Netflix and chilling, yeah, what the fuck does it matter? No, it doesn't. what's on the screen? Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. Also, that that whole intro is not that long. Right. Come on. Yeah, I think there's something else going on there. I think he just didn't want to fuck you. Yeah, and you're blaming it on this. Blaming on the movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on then. Yep. Hey, uh, Brian. Guess what? What's up? Well, shit. Guess what sounds those were? <laughs> a couple. I don't know. <laughs> that one. That's segment time. Segment time. All right. You ready to run down this list? Let's go. All right. So we've been talking about big boy conspiracy, grown-up conspiracies. Mm -hmm. But do you remember when we were kids? Oh, yeah. We had all kinds of conspiracies growing up with them when we were kids. So let's mm -hmm. talk Let's talk about some kid-spiracies. Yeah. Then I found I, you and I together we are going to unleash a dad bod original conspiracy oh, yeah. on the world. Yep. Um, and then, you know what I thought we were going to do? Hmm. Let's get to the bottom of all of this. Oh, yeah. Literally, the bottom. We'll come back to that. Yep. Uh, and then dad jokes. What do you think? Sounds good. Awesome. Go. So the first one is kidspiracies. All right. Do you remember the lies we were told when we were growing up? I was never lied to. No? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Brian, what happens if you eat a watermelon seed? Um, a watermelon grows in your stomach. Is that what happens for real? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think so. What? No. I'm sorry to tell what? you. I'm sorry to tell you. What the fuck? I sure hope this whole segment just comes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. If you eat a watermelon seed, you know what happens? Nothing. You just poop it out. Lies. Oh well. And you know, thinking about it, we why specifically a watermelon seed? I wonder because there's yeah. blueberry seeds. Right. There's sesame seeds. Seeds in everything you eat. Yeah. Seeds, there's sunflower seeds. Yep. None of that shit grows in our stomach. Just the watermelon. Just the watermelon. Is it because of all the water? It's probably because it's huge and they want to scare you. Maybe. Into what? Not swallow it. You know, this is why to this day I will not eat watermelon. Yep. It worked. I will not eat. I cannot. And tomatoes I are fine. You this whole list, uh -huh. we're all going to be like, like everyone's. I still don't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, probably. Because you get scared in it's scare tactics. Yeah. All right. How about this one? If you hold a goofy face too long, what happens? It'll be stuck that way. Yeah. I don't think yep. so. Well, I, I mean, maybe I got a pretty goofy face. Me too. Yeah. I think mine got stuck too. <laughs> mine got stuck on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So maybe that one is true. Okay. How about this? Um, and I don't even know if this applies anymore, but what about uh, the uh, too, sitting close, too close to the TV? Make you blind? We'll make you blind. Yep. Yeah? Nope. No. But how about this one? TV rotting your brain. Oh, yeah. That's real. Yeah. Because, uh, and we didn't talk about it, but that's okay. Um, we The yeah. phones are rotting our brains. Yep. So it's absolutely 100%. I, I, I don't think they knew that. It was just a tactic yeah. to get us away from the TV. Well, and you know what's funny? 
when radio was invented, they say the same thing. Oh, yeah. Yep. Don't sit too close to the radio. The radio waves will fuck with your... But it's probably true. Deaf. All this is probably true. Uh, on some level, I'm sure it is. Otherwise, yep. they wouldn't have said it. Right. How about this one? Um, if you buy a pair of Nikes, if you want to run faster, mm -hmm. just pump them up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember those. I would love to see a scientific study. Yeah. What if it's true? I can't imagine it being true. Hey, you know what's going to make you run faster? Cutting off the circulation to your feet. Right. <laughs> yep. Is it supposed to make them like fit better? <laughs> run on a giant balloon. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Right? I always wonder what would happen if they popped. And you, you remember that Austin Powers scene where he's like, and he like pops in his face? Oh, that's so good. All right, Brian, did you ever go into the bathroom in school, turn off the lights and say Bloody Mary three times? Yeah. What was supposed to happen? You're supposed to die. Did you? No. Are you sure? How about Candyman? I don't. What's that one? Candyman. Yeah. What is the that movie? One? No. I. But what? How do you summon Candyman? You just say Candyman three times in the mirror. Why does it have to be in the mirror? Because you Can know who's a real one then? Hmm. Fucking Beetlejuice. Yep. He doesn't need no mirror. Beetlejuice. 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 Say his name three times. All right. I got two more. Um, I got this one, and then arguably the biggest one. What about um, if you? Uh, how should we put this? Um. If you practice on yourself mm -hmm. too much, mm -hmm. what happens? Um, you go to sleep. <laughs> you get a little raw. Yeah. I can tell you what doesn't happen. Mm. You don't need to start shaving your palms all of a sudden. No, you don't. No. no Harry palms. Where did no, that ever no. fucking come from, Harry nope. palms? No. Nope. Did it also say to make you go? Did they used to say to make you go blind? Go blind, yep. So basically, kids' Pharisees are just old wives' tales. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if you're blasting loads in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be like handstanding. Uh, how do you get a load into your eye? I don't know. I shouldn't look this up. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Moving on then. The biggest conspiracy. Yeah. One that I would legitimately call a conspiracy because as parents, we use this throughout the year when our kids are of appropriate age to mo to, to uh, modify their behavior. Mm -hmm. It's fucking Santa Claus. Yep. That shit ain't real. I'm saying that like I'm uncovering a mystery. Tooth fairy. <laughs> Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, Easter Bunny. Yep, all of this shit is just a, a way for the boogeyman. Anything is a way for us to get our kids to eat their vegetables or go to sleep or Con go to sleep. Yep, controlling shut children. The fuck up. Yep. Uh, so those are some kidspiracies, Brian. Do you those have any? Are, no, those are good. Those are good. That, that covers it. Yeah, man. Moving on. Yep. Cool. All right, Dad Bod has a conspiracy. Let's go. You and I. Yep. You should. You guys. I wish you could see the Dad Bod HQ. There is a board with just index cards mm -hmm. and red. String just everywhere. We put a lot of effort and hard work into this conspiracy, and I am very proud to present to you the Garden Gnome conspiracy. Garden Gnomes have Are been around. Are you ready? Uh huh. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Garden Gnomes have been around for centuries, but what if they're not just harm harmless lawn ornaments? What if they're actually a secret society of powerful creatures who are planning to take over the world? There are many signs that point to this possibility. For one thing, gnomes are often seen in groups, which suggests that they are working together on something. They're also known to be secretive, which makes it difficult to know what they're up to. Another clue is that the way gnomes seem to be able to control the weather. They're often seen dancing in the rain. Some people believe that they're responsible for causing storms. This could be a way for them to disrupt human society and make it easier for them to take over. Of course, there's no concrete evidence to support these claims, but the fact that so many people believe in garden gnome conspiracy, meaning you and me, suggests that there's something to it. Maybe it's just a harmless superstition or maybe there's something more sinister. Only time will tell, but one thing's for sure, the next time you see a garden gnome, you might want to think twice before you dismiss it as just a harmless lawn ornament. There's just one possible cons... The end. <laughs> 
So, you know what creeps me out? What? I have six. Lawn gnomes? Yep. Do they move on their own? They're never in the same spot. I was going to ask you, yeah. Do you never. Think do you think it's your neighbor fucking with you? No. <laughs> I mean, I before <laughs> this conspiracy, I was always like, oh, there was a storm. Oh, yeah, no, it's this. But there's not always storms. They're never in the same spot. <laughs> They're looking for their nips or whatever. Fucking yeah, looking for mom. Yeah. <laughs> so that is the um, the the conspiracy. What do you think? I like it. Awesome. Ten out of ten. Ten <laughs> out of ten. Uh, moving on then. Yep. All right. All right, Brian. Um, I'm gonna make a phone call. Okay. That's okay with you yep. because um, we're gonna get to the bottom of this. Let's figure it out. All right. Ah, I was hoping I would get to you. Um, Mr. Satan, sir. Yes. Uh, how are you? I was trying to jerk off. Watch, do you have a, a clippers? Oh, hold on. <laughs> you good? No, I can talk. Great. Awesome. Satan, listen. Um, we're shooting this episode. Give me a towel. Oh. Okay. We're shooting this episode about conspiracies. Um, And, uh, you know, a lot of conspiracies sort of just lead back to you. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I run this show. You do? Yeah. Okay, so I was just wondering. I have a couple of lists here. And um, I was just wondering if you could just rapid fire yes or no. Go for it. Can you give us the actual yes or no to some of these, please? Not supposed to, but I guess. All right. Did the government kill JFK? Yep. All right. Is Earth in a black hole? Nope. Is Disney a distract or is Frozen a distraction? Oh, fuck yeah. International airport. Is that where you live? Yep. Uh, is the Earth hollow? Nope. Nazis uh, Antarctica? Nope. Amelia Earhart has crabs? Oh, yeah. I mean, was beaten by crabs? G- gave them to her. Yeah? Yep. <laughs> Bigfoot? Got big dick. Uh, aliens? Yep. Loch Ness? Yep. Is Cameron Ferris? Yes. Is Titanic or is Jack a time traveler? No, he's a loser. Is Aladdin in the future? No. Is Kevin Jigsaw? Yes. Is Peter Pan the angel of death? Yes. Does Doc Brown need to die? He's dead. Was the moon landing fake? Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Willy Wonka sacrificing kids? Nope. Uh, That's me. Oh, okay, great. Tommy Westfall, yes or no? Yep. Uh, Pixar theory, yes or no? Yes. Is the pokey is the hokey pokey really what it's all about? Yeah. Dude, how do you think I turned myself around? <laughs> how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Yeah, well, woodchuck Norris. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think that about covers it, Satan. Um, I appreciate your honesty. All right. I'm going to go get this dark load off my stomach. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Okay, bye, Satan. Yeah, fuck you, too. <laughs> hey Brian, are you back? Dude, we cleared up a lot. I, you know what? I think we've got some solid answers yeah, now, and that was, that nice. was the goal. Um, thank you, Satan. Thank you, Satan. Moving on. Yep. Moving on, uh, folks. If you're still with us, shit, where the fuck are we, folks? If you're still with us at an hour and two minutes into this, we would just like to say thank you very much. Uh, we would like to say thank you to uh, crazy people. Yeah. We would like to say thank you to sane people who listen to crazy people. Thank you. And we would like to say thank you to Satan. And thank you, Satan. Thank you, Satan. Um, do you have any uh, shout-outs? 
What? We gotta do dad jokes. Oh my fucking god! What, what are you doing? What there? are we doing? How dare you? <laughs> Dude, you would have been kicked out the derby, bro. Oh god. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna edit all that shit out. Wait a second. <laughs> Okay, that means it's time for dad jokes. Yes, it is. Hooray! Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, I got a bunch here. You got some? Yep. All right, do you want to go first? You never go first anymore. Oh, I love when you talk dirty. <laughs> I got you, buddy. All right, cool. We got this one? Yep. We got that one. Okay. Go for it. Hey, Andrew. Hey, man. If the stork brings the good babies uh-huh. and the ravens bring the bad babies, what birds don't bring any babies at all? I don't know what. The swallows. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, horse walks into a gay bar. Bartender says. At the gay bar. <laughs> Bartender says, why the long dick? <laughs> That's a good one. Hey, Andrew. Hey, man. What happens when you make an Asian girl squirt? I don't know what. You get charged 25 cents for extra sauce. <laughs> extra sauce? <laughs> the sauce boss. Oh. <laughs> is it duck sauce? Yes, it is. <laughs> so speaking of conspiracies, right? Yeah. Did you hear about this one? Which one? There's a giant porno conspiracy ring that just got undercovered. Uh-huh. You, did you know about that? Uh-uh. No? No. It's called the Illuminati... <laughs> Illuminati Brilliant All right. Last one Okay go Hey Andrew Hey man How do you know when a Mexican girl's Mexican girl's pregnant God I don't know how Trust me she is Oh god Satan, I'll see you soon. Oh, oh, oh man. Okay. <laughs> Save me a spot, bro. <laughs> uh, you're driving the bus. I yeah, true, like, yeah, true. Are we moving on then? Yep. My turn. Hey, Brian. What's up, dude? How many conspiracy theorists does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? We may never know Ooh. the truth. Ooh. Um, a wife says uh, to her husband, honey, do I look fat in this dress? The husband says, will you get mad if I tell you the truth? The wife says, no, silly. Of course not. The husband says... I slept with your sister. (laughs) (laughs) She can't get mad. Nope. No. She promised. Uh, What do you get when you ask a politician to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? What? Three different answers. Absolutely. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, What document is guaranteed to only contain the truth? What? Facts. Yep. (laughs) Perfect. Do you want to know what the truth about the the oil drilling uh, industry is? What? The whole system is rigged. <laughs> What's the difference between uh, uh, the truth and a conspiracy theory? What? About six to 12 months. Yep. I, okay. I don't get it. True. No? Well, I mean, usually longer. The truth doesn't come out that quick. Oh, true. Takes a while. Yeah. All right, ready? Yeah. What drug is the opposite of truth serum? What? Lidocaine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brian. Yeah. How, what do you call a truthful politician? What? Impossible. Yep. Okay, last one. Are you ready? Yep. Hey, Brian. Yeah? What do you call someone who denies the truth? What? 
lactose intolerant. <laughs> yes. Oh goodness. Oh yes. Okay, now it's time we to fucking it. move on. Oh my gosh, that means it's time for uh, the outro. Yeah. Folks, if you're still listening at an hour and six minutes into this, we would just like to say thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you all. We if, love you. If this is our, your first episode and you made it to the end, stick around. There's more like it. If this is not your first episode, uh, then you know that the last 22 episodes have been very similar and we have no signs of stopping. Nope. But listen, if you guys... Can't stop, won't stop! If you guys have uh, episode ideas, segment ideas... Uh, skit ideas, song ideas, please give them out to us. Yeah. We would love to hear them. Um, we do this for you, people. We do this for you. Yes. Man, uh, Brian, do you have any shout outs? Um, Satan, Nomi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Mm. I met a really nice lady the other day mm-hmm. at the adult store. <laughs> uh huh. She was sweet. Yeah. Dorothy. Dorothy. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Dorothy. Thanks. Why are you saying thanks? She was sweet. Oh, all right. She helped me shop. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We'll visit, revisit that later. All right. Um, is that it? Yep. Okay. I would like to shout out Dan. I would like to shout out Ivan. I would like to shout out Jack. And I would like to shout out the Blink-182 cover band, Blink-182. We, do. we had the pleasure of seeing these guys uh, last weekend, yep. and they were awesome. And I, I was pretty inebriated when I went up to talk to them but what I was trying to say you guys if you're listening is that it takes a lot of balls to come into uh, a venue uh, and say you're going to play Blink-182 because uh, the age group of people that were there were not uncommon to myself and Brian yep. I cut my teeth on Blink yep. so I studied that dude hard and I got to tell you all three of those guys nailed it mm-hmm. then the drummer specifically mm-hmm. pulled off some stuff that i can't do as a drum teacher i can't do that shit he so, did very well so hold on real quick yeah <laughs> you think that that's what you said to the guy what did i say like takes a lot of you know like a lot of balls yeah, just, yeah. You just well, i probably go, was just like give me your balls you got big balls <laughs> i i i bit my tooth on you got me hard <laughs> I sure do hope that's what I said, dude. The guy I walked mean, away real quick. There's a part of that statement that's not false. <laughs> Goodness. Um, oh, also, uh, Brian. Yeah. Do you know what sound that is? It's a plane. It's, it's a, a plane. plane. As we were recording this, I got a text message from our good friend Mason. This is what he said. Um, about to fly over the Atlantic. We're taxiing now. Turns out it's an honest seven-hour flight. Not bad. Mason, please be careful. He's going to He's Italy. He's going to Italy. He's going to go play some piano up in Italy, and yep. I love it. He's going to come back and have so many stories. He's going to be Italy's biggest pianist. <laughs> Is that all for shout-outs? Yep, that's Great. it. Uh, let's do some plugs then. Let's plug I, oh, what do plugs do? Oh, yeah. Dude, you guys, uh, shit, if you guys want to leave a comment, you can do so. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can do those down below. And if you're watching this on Spotify or uh, Google Podcasts or Pandora of all those other things, you can go uh, to your email and type in uh, D-A-D-D-B-O-D-D-B-A-N-D at gmail.com. And that brings you to us, where you could uh, type in all kinds of things. I've got some emails. Would you like to email yep. something, Brian? Would you yep, like to read an email? It. Great. This first meal comes to us from Peanut Butter and Kelly. She says, hey, guys, good to hear you again. How was the break? I got to say, ballsy move, asking for requests. I'd like to submit all the things she said by the phenomenal tattoo. Okay. All the things she said, all the things she said, run it through my head, run it through my head. 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 We'll get right on that. Well, there you go. (laughs) 
Done. Yep. <laughs> Next. Next song. Uh, <laughs> this one is Funsaki. Oh. Oh. Okay, hold on. Hello, gentlemen. I wanted to let you know that you have been heard in Japan. Ooh. Dads rise up. Konnichiwa, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> great. That's a great start for international dad bod relations. <laughs> <Yeah>. Konnichiwa, bitches. <laughs> Okay, this next one is Zebra J Million. Uh, hey guys, love the podcast. Would you ever do an episode discussing the absurdity of the justice system? I've gone Ooh. through it both as a spectator and as a participant. I'd love your guys' take on the system. Dads rise up. We will. We already talked about doing uh, an episode about that. Yeah, I, we just have to figure out how much we want to divulge. Yeah, that's uh, very personal. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I mean, we're angels, but yeah, you know, no, yeah. we just know a lot of people that went through the, yeah, the yeah, system. Uh, last one, breathe vet. Other than dogs and cats and kids, any other pets growing up? Goldfish. Yeah, I had a fish. Yeah. I had some hamsters. I had a ferret. Uh, yeah, I had a grasshopper. Yeah, that's about it. Nothing weird. Oh, I had a hamster, but then he disappeared. Um, <laughs> what? He disappeared. Still trying to get him out. Oh no! Well, let oh, us know well, how that works. Okay. Well. Yeah. Um, I think that's it, dude. Yeah. Are we done? Do you have anything left to say about conspiracies? <sighs> They're awesome. Yeah. The truth is out there. The truth is out there. And keep, you ever keep questioning shit, people. Do you ever think we'll know? No. <laughs> is that the beauty of it all? Yeah. Well, you want to know one thing that's not a conspiracy? Hmm. It's what we have to say to end this show. Do you want to know what that is? I think I know, but just is it truthful? Um, Does everyone know? I think so. Well, anybody that's listened to this show should know. They should. But we're going to say so it real So what quick. is it? It is <gasps> Dad's, Dad's Rise Up! Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We will see you Monday at 5 a.m. Bye! Woo!